I'm Armistead Maupin, and you're listening to The Dinner Party Show. I went to a marvelous party. Don't even know the facts. They go with their gut. Don't have enough depth to let cares about your money. Christopher, this is only going to work if we speak one at a time. Fine, you first, Eric. From the Sunset Strip in beautiful West Hollywood, California, it's The Dinner Party Show, the Internet's first live comedy variety show, with your hosts, New York Times best-selling authors, Christopher Rice. No, there's actually a new study that confirms every other child you see on the street is a ghost. <laughs> and Eric Shaw Quinn. I don't want to talk too much, but... Okay, no, no. We're going to take up a collection for the stained glass window. Now we want the dirt. Featuring reports from their largely unqualified staff of special correspondents. Sex is like Christmas. It's the not knowing what you're going to get that makes it exciting. New York is a giant trash island infested by has-been theater queens. If we're really serious about cutting federal spending, the biggest waste of public funds I can think of is Congress. Two snaps for Jesus! The Dinner Party Show. Everyone gets served. Tonight's live cast is streaming to you live and for free through the dinnerpartyshow.com and our free mobile app. And now, direct from the kitchen by way of the Get out of my office. It's your hosts, Christopher and Eric. Good evening, I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn, and you're listening to The Dinner Party Show's live cast for October 12th, 2014. Tonight, we do not want to talk about MIA, bloodthirsty, extremist, nuclear club member, despot, and Dennis Rodman fan, Kim Jong-un's extended absence from public view. We've got our fingers crossed for offstage coup, bloodless or otherwise, but we are going with our Sarah Palin rule. If we all ignore her, maybe she'll just go away. So since no one actually knows anything about not-so-little Kim's disappearance... Or anything else that happens in North Korea, for that matter. We're not going to talk about it, but here's hoping. Oh, not so little, Kim. Also not being discussed on tonight's show, professional bigot and Chick-fil-A cheerleader Mike Huckabee. Ugh. Who has threatened to leave the GOP over what he's calling their abdication on the issue of gay marriage. Just leave. Don't get us wrong. We understand full well why Governor Huckster wants to toss around big words like (laughs) abdication right now, because it's easier than describing what the Republican Party has actually done on the issue of gay marriage, which is lose. Even worse, Governor Huckster has threatened to turn independent and find other people with the, quote, (laughs) guts to stand, not to be confused with the Kristen Johnston memoir. But if the GOP continues to give up on social issues, he cares about he and his friends are headed out. Hello, Ku Klux Klan. Do you have any fried chicken sandwiches with pickles? The governor's on his way. Uh-huh, it's picnic time. Uh, further, we cannot bear to discuss GOP moron and U.S. congressional representative from the great state of California, 
Duncan Hunter's assertion that the U.S. has been invaded by ISIS Mexican branch. Despite being corroborated by fellow congressional GOP idiot Jason Shavitz of Utah, their claims have been denied by everyone from Homeland Security to the Mexican government. <laughs> Perhaps these official representatives of the U.S. government should spend more time debating our invasion of Syria and less time spreading irresponsible rumors about secret invasions from ISIS Mexico. <laughs> Surely, if Mr. Huckabee is looking for reasons to leave what we and Bobby Jindal like to call the stupid party, this is a better choice than taking a stand on the wrong side of history. Uh-huh. Also, not so little Kim. I just had to say it again. Okay, it's my favorite thing of the week. All right, also not being discussed on tonight's live cast, the fire at a Henrico County, Virginia crematorium that was allegedly ignited by a 500-pound corpse. Uh We will not be discussing Emery Sanford, the crematorium operator, who claims he'd never worked with a body that big in his entire career and had no idea how much heat it would generate as he burned it. In Virginia? Uh, Well, we have (laughs) no personal experience in the crematorium business. Thank God. Or Virginia, as of yet. We would like to point out that if you burn something or someone and it or Uh, him is big... It's a reasonable assumption that it or him is going to give off a lot of heat. We'd also like to point out that this is one of those businesses where if one party doesn't do his job correctly, the other party isn't around to give his version of events. Still dead. And that's why we're not talking about it. Except Mm -hmm. to praise the local journalists involved who did not identify the 500-pound victim by name. (laughs) As for everything else, it's still on the table on tonight's live cast of The Dinner Party Show. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Enjoy the hors d'oeuvres, but don't fill up. There's plenty more to come. All together now. Dance for gay marriage. Gay marriage victories across the country because the court didn't do something or, I don't know, decided not to do something. I'm just happy about it. And that song was a special request. By the way, welcome back to The Dinner Party Show. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And that was the lovely Kristen Johnston singing I Just Want to Fucking Dance. (laughs) Isn't she amazing? (laughs) She's amazing. (laughs) 
Hi, that girl has so much talent. She's here. She's in our green room. She will be in later. But first, we want to talk about the fact. At last sighting, she was in the green room. (laughs) She is all over the place. for her phone and maybe some lemon for her tea. Right. Uh, Jesse Colton, one of our loyal listeners, requested that we play I Just Want to Fucking Dance because that is the song that we play when another state or court decides that all Americans are entitled to the same or, rights. Or when we just want to fucking dance. I, I, that's your that's your thing. You, it's you, absolutely, you it's a chance all the time. I heard a Lenny Kravitz song on, uh, oh, that British talk show that I can't remember <laughs> right this minute. Graham Norton. Graham Norton. Lenny yeah. Kravitz's new song, Strut. I was dancing all over my house. I recommend that to everyone out there. But yeah, this is what we were dancing about this week was it's, 29 states, the best I can figure. It's going to be, it looks like it's going to be 35 states total by the time all of the default, the refusals to rule, including South Carolina. Which is where our good friend Jesse Colton is Wow. It's, they're being obstinate right now. They're making, they're going through all the legal formalities, but it's probably for the best because then once it's done, it's done. But Mm -hmm. the Supreme Court declined to um, hear cases challenging the overturning of the rights in a bunch of states and as a result all of the cases being brought between before those different circuits are likely to fall it's 29 so far it'll be 35 probably in the next week or so you know like i'm really pleased but i'd also like to say that the court system realizing that all americans are entitled to the same rights uh snap out of it right well, you tell them, Cher. Like, I, I swear to God. Like, was that really Cher? That sounded like a Cher impersonator. It was probably just me. It was royalty-free Cher voice that we downloaded <laughs> off the internet or whatever. I have no idea. Yeah. I actually, yeah, Brandon got the direction of, yeah, I don't care if it's actually Cher. It could just be somebody who sounds like her. What do you think? Snap out of it. Close enough. I think it's really her. I've seen that movie about a hundred times. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, okay. That sounds like it might be her. So we're probably gonna, you know, we'll probably hear from her lawyers before we're off the air <laughs> I tonight. I see the red light <laughs> blinking on the phone. <laughs> but it, the point is, you know, like wake up and smell the Constitution. Sure. Like the, the, the other side loves to <laughs> like talk about it all the time, but like this is actually what it's about. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Laura Ingram is afraid that people are going to be discriminating against bigots in this country. I'm like, God, when Laura, why, why should we be worried about that? When Laura Ingram was an undergraduate at Dartmouth, she participated in a secret tape recording of the gay and lesbian student group and broadcast the, the uh, printed the names of the people who had attended. And this was maybe the mid to late 80s when she was doing this. So What a great girl. In other words, fuck Laura Ingram. Well, I don't care what she thinks. I didn't really need that information to feel that way about her but sure just do that too just yeah. listening to her today is just enough. in general she's like, the one who made the speech first they came for the gun owners and i did nothing because i wasn't a gun owner she refitted a holocaust speech to apply to people uh who want to take guns to kroger <laughs> it was really beautiful it was or one to, of those moments to restaurants and where was that last the not report last week the guy who was requiring his his clients eric shockwin that the... was our home state of louisiana where that restaurant was what could go wrong with drunk people from Louisiana coming to your restaurant with guns. Like, that sounds like a recipe for lanyap of a different sort, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, flop! <laughs> 
Like I said, just give your cousin some firearms and beer and expect him to keep the peace if you're, you know, a glutton for disappointment. So anyway, <laughs> Kristen Johnston is here. Did I mention that Kristen oh Johnston God, is here? Oh my God, I'm so excited. She's so fabulous. I just met her for the first time today. I've been reading her wonderful memoir, Guts, which you can find links to all over the website. It is available through our store. And this is, of course, a good time to remind everybody that if you buy anything through our store or using the links on our site, you support the show, and which if you is just, currently free, I might add, to everyone. If you everyone. just click on one of those links and then do your regular shopping. So if you have something to just buy on Amazon right. or at um, Barnes & Noble or on iTunes, mm-hmm. if you go through and click on the link and then just do your shopping, we get the credit mm-hmm. for the whole shopping What trip. Eric is really trying to say is that if you are less interested in buying Guts by Kristen Johnson but more interested in buying Bigfoot Foot Sex Party... <laughs> Girl Scout Jamboree. But you can do that too, and it will still benefit the dinner party show. But if you buy guts, you'll find in that little suggestion tab down below many people who bought buds. Guts <laughs> also brought. I know you're Bigfoot gonna, Jamboree. Oh no, our fans are gonna algorithmically link Monster Menage porn to Kristen's uh, Kristen heartfelt is, and moving and memoir. Kristen is gonna punch me out for calling <laughs> her book buds when she gets in here. That's gonna be our sequel. Uh, we'll write a yeah, sequel. Yeah, that's the sequel. We're, we're gonna do that as a collaborative effort with her. But it's really a riot and. Sort Sort of like she makes the best of kind her own tragic situation. She has a good sense of humor about that, and we're hoping everything else, I like the calling so. her, her like, memoir, like getting the name of her yeah, book like wrong. that. I hope she thinks that's as funny as she thinks um, getting through uh, surgery and ruptured ulcers and <laughs> all of the other um, giant uh, challenges that she's faced, but always with that. Trademark Kristen Johnson said, Absolutely, so we're going to have we have that to share. And uh, Christopher is like trying to, like, what are How you much doing? Time What's do going we have on over I there? I just want Kristen Johnson oh, on this show. I just One want a fucking day. We, we also have to let everybody know I, we talk so much about gay marriage. There's some much more important news in the nation this week, which is that the dinner party show now has its very own Instagram account. I don't know if you read this in the New York Times this morning, but I, it's going to be the cover story in Daily Variety tomorrow. <laughs> like, we... I, judging from the number of hits I've had, lots of people have found it already and are clicking. But please, if you're if you're an Instagram person, follow us and yeah, um, have a look at our. Fabulous samples of random pictures of of me doing strange things. Picture. I got a picture of you on the toilet. So yeah, there's there's the reason to join the account. I got a picture of you on the toilet. It, it, but like with the lid closed. Let's be like. <laughs> I don't know. People scroll through Instagram so fast they'll never pick up on that part. They'll be like, oh, that's internet radio show host Eric Shaw Quinn taking a dump. Oh look, it's Kesha. <laughs> oh look, it's Jenny Johnson and her dog. Oh look, look, look. And then a day later, they'll be like, I don't think Eric Shaw Quinn should have been on that toilet with the door open like that. <laughs> that's going to be the caption for the picture. I told him to close that door. Yes, exactly. Um, we have two special correspondents we have not heard from in a while, and they are back. Brock and Bastion, West Hollywood's most perfect gay couple, are well, back. It depends on how you define perfect. Well, let's let our listeners decide. I think the topic they're tackling this week is gay marriage. And now it's time for Etiquette 90069 with Brock and Bastion, West Hollywood's most perfect gay couple. Today's entry, Gay Weddings. Hi, marriage egalitarians. I'm Brock, and this is Bastion. And I'm Bastion. Yes, you are. I most certainly am. And what with the Supremes' latest ruling on gay marriage? Who knew Diana Ross had that kind of power? Not those Supremes. And what has she been waiting for? Okay, so instead of talking about politics, we're here to offer some helpful tips on etiquette for gay weddings. 
since almost 60% of Americans now have the right to get married to whoever they choose. Who was choosing before? Well, you know the part in the wedding service when the officiant asks, is there anyone here who knows any reason why these two people should not get married? Yeah, I've always thought that was really strange. Well, apparently the jerks who would have stood up and said something right in the middle of someone else's wedding. Rude. Apparently they form some sort of guild of assholes and they've been in charge of deciding who can and cannot get married. Well, that's a terrible idea. I know, right? It's like letting PETA decide what's on your burger. Yes, and in 26 states, the jerks are still in charge of deciding who gets to marry who. What was Diana Ross thinking? Okay, sweetie, it's not the Supreme. You mean they decided after she left the groom? Yes, that's just what I mean. Meanwhile, there's lost time to make up as gay people are now finally allowed to get married. And we have some helpful hands for do's and don'ts at these unfamiliar rituals. First, they're just weddings. Uh-huh. The only difference is that there will be two men or two women standing together at the front of the room exchanging vows. So if you've been to a wedding before, you can just do the same stuff that you would ordinarily do at a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> We're not starting a new religion. We'll leave that to the Scientologists. But if you're planning your wedding, we can help. First, weddings are the single largest gifting opportunity you will ever experience. And we mean first wedding? That's right. People may cough up a place setting for a second or even a third wedding. But on the first wedding, you can just keep coming back to the gift well again and again. There's, of course, the wedding register. But there's also what we like to call wedding rainy season. Kitchen shower. Household shower. Garden shower. Pool shower. Pantry shower. Groom shower. Bride shower. Hey! If it's a lesbian wedding. Otherwise, two groom showers. Boudoir shower. Tool shower. Isn't that the same thing? If it's a lesbian wedding. (laughs) (laughs) We've even been invited to an around-the-clock shower where you bring gifts based on the time of day you were assigned. So be sure and invite all your straight married friends who you've been gifting. Or re-gifting. They've been soaking you for years. Uh So for the price of some baby quiche and a cheese table, you can get your hands in their pockets for a change. And the wedding registry is your chance to go shopping for yourself with no spending limit. Don't waste time picking out anything you'd actually want or use. Just pick the most expensive item in every category. Then, after the whole wedding nightmare is over, you can exchange it all for cash or store credit and pick out some stuff you actually want at your leisure. That's right. Spend your pre-wedding time and effort printing up and distributing gift envelopes. And don't be too subtle about it. Print the words gift envelopes 
envelope and the bride's or groom's names on both sides. Include them in every single wedding-related mailing. Stack them on a table at the front and all throughout the wedding and reception hall. Use all the lace and ribbon you want as long as you can read the words Gift Envelopes. Uh-huh. Clearly and from a good distance. Then hire cute gift models and sprinkle them throughout the event. Give them cash and have them very obviously stuff their gift envelopes so the other guests can see. Then set aside a time for people to bring up their gift envelopes and drop them into a silver basket or a velvet bag. Or a fucking sorting hat. Gryffindor! Just make sure that people feel guilty if they're not in that line. That's right. Your wedding isn't going to pay for itself. But it can. (laughs) (laughs) And don't forget to designate a charity. That's right. Ask that your guests join you in donating to a designated charity. Preferably one you started. Uh Uh-huh. It's a great way to pick up extra funds to put towards the cost of the party or your honeymoon. Or investment vacation property. (laughs) And you can hit them up for another contribution on every anniversary for as long as you can stand each other. (laughs) But we save the most important rule for last. That's right. Being able to get married is a privilege and an honor as well as a money-making opportunity. So, if you're gay and you now have the right to get married, throw a great fucking party. No skimping. No last-minute half-planned bullshit. Make sure your guests get good food. Lots to drink. And take the time to see that all your guests are comfortable and well taken care of. Remember, you're gay. If you don't know how to throw a good party, you totally know someone who does. And as gay people, we have certain stereotypes to maintain. Bitch, please. Uh-huh. But most of all, keep two things in mind. Marriage is a sacred opportunity. And people don't mind getting soaked if they feel like they're getting good value for their dollar. Next time, we'll talk about planning a drama-free ceremony even if all your closest friends are former tricks. Till then... This is Bastion. And Bra. And this has been Atticut 90069. Thanks to Chris and Eric for having us on their show. Air quotes! You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, where the soup is hot, but the heads are hotter. Welcome back to The Dinner Party Show. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And guess who's here? Oh, my God. She's here. Kristen Kristen Johnson. Johnson. Hello, gentlemen. Those are the kids well, oh, that we... Oh, I love... Get those kids the fuck out of here. <laughs> we heard about that. I know. I do, I do drop an F-bomb now and again. Sorry. Listen, we're internet radio. You can say whatever you want. There's no FCC. There's no armada well, okay. of grandmas out there. As long as the there. children are. And the yeah. children are not here. Asleep. Okay. Yeah. Children are not here. If they're listening at home, well, no, you know. No, it's horrible like... when I have to do a scene with a kid, and I literally have to go up to the mother and like go, look, I swear. How big a deal is it? I'm going to do my best. Listen, but... I drop my... No, if no. I screw up a line, I'll say the fuck word. You know, 
And she's most most parents are like, oh, whatever. Their dad says it way worse, you know. Yeah. But one was like, um, she'll charge you twenty dollars. <laughs> the kid will. <laughs> There's a swear jar in. Her, I didn't swear the whole day. Fight. Well, maybe that's the ticket. I'm sure she made a fortune off everyone else on set, though. That was probably a little racket the child had yeah. going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good for you. I always wonder about that with children in really disturbing material. Like, did they? Just have them come in and say their lines and then leave, and then the disturbing stuff happened. Do you know what I, I think mean? they like, try to protect I them as much so. as possible. Like, I mean, like Juliet Lewis and, or what, like, I mean, what disturbing material? There was that, what was the name of that? The uh, terrible, awful, heartbreaking, disturbing life of the track. The, the James Leroy. Uh, Oh, oh crap! Oh yeah, he turned out to be a fraud. The writer turned out to be oh, sending right, like right. body doubles. But they made a movie yeah, of it yeah. with those kids, the Sprouse twins, playing right. the part. And I mean, it's about a transgendered um, roadside. Um, How old were the kids? How old abused. were the kids? They were really. They were How still. Old? They were still like on Disney, like ten, eleven. Like they were like right. still Disney stars. I don't know point. how they. I don't know how they navigate that. And stuff. I, I'm hoping when, that I, when they put it together yeah. that they I do were comedies. Like, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask you. We like, just do done, the funny. You've done comedies. You're yeah. doing the X's now, right? Which yes, I'm why. doing the X's, which uh, it's it actually uh, our fourth season debuts November fifth. Excellent. So I'm very excited about that, Any and it's minute. such a great show. It really is. Well, it has just, you on it. How could it? Well, how right, exactly, right, darling. absolutely. But it's, but it's also, a real fun. I mean, I'm having I'm having the joy of my life, really. Doing and it's it. the reason we got you back from New York City, right? Because you were there a lot, and you were doing a lot of teaching at NYU, where right. you went to school, right? At the Atlantic Theater Company, exactly, right. and doing theater, a lot of right. theater, and then I moved back here just to do the show. Right, yeah. you know the X's, okay. well on TV Land, our gain, and it's also available for sale for download through our site, thedinnerpartyshow.com. As oh, really? is your book, oh, Guts. That's so nice yeah, of you. No, as totally. is, thank you, Third Rock, and we have Third Rock. God, up there people as well. are so excited about the Third Rock connection. All oh, the party people God. are listening to. Oh, really? So, oh, I really listen. Was. Just, <laughs> listen. You can see, I'm so sick of talking listen, about bitches. Third Rock. <laughs> it's such an amazing. I did that role years ago. I don't remember. No, I, you know what? You it, fought honestly, for that role. I read I your did. book. I you did. really knocked fought, yourself out to get that part. Out, it was a great part. Yeah. It was a great, great part. And you're part. right. It really was like built for you. Yeah. Oh, it, like, well, oh, it was. It God. was. It was just the part the, of a lifetime. The gender bender quality, and you had the perfect spin on that sort of take. Thank you. On yeah, like I. I loved it. I loved it. And, you know, I loved, I also loved, I love the fact that now, you know, I, I didn't see it for a long time, but I watched a couple episodes with a friend of mine who had never seen them and was sort of able to kind of rediscover how fun they are, you know, because for so long I just was, it was all wrapped up in, uh, the famousness, which all that mm. craziness and the addictiony stuff and just dark stuff for me. And now to just watch it sober, like as a free and clear person, able and happy person, able right. to watch it now and really like go, God, what a great it and it stands the test of time. It's such a brilliant it's not dated. Concept. It's so like funny. An anthropological look at humanity. Yeah. Like what a brilliant But it would sort never work today. It would never work you today. You wouldn't get on the air. Why no. don't you think it would work today? Because of the climate that we're in industry wise? Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. of the uh, the, look at TV. Look yeah. at TV. You know, the only things that they're taking chances on now are very expensive, you know, hour-long dramas, which is fine. Yeah. But the, the half hour has 
Boy, have well, has TV that, Land has really stepped up to the plate on TV that Land, one. TV Land, thank God, actually looks at it like it's a piece of art. They really do. They think it's the funniest. Th- they like it's like an American art form. Yeah, they love it. I mean, they love it. Uh, you know, for me personally, I'm not some a huge sitcom fan. You know, like mm. I'm not like I gotta get home and watch my sitcoms. You know what I mean? But. It's certainly but something I learned they land. when they land, and they're good. Yeah, you know, I really appreciate it when somebody's really funny. Because if you think about it, look, it's twenty-two minutes, right? And if you like laugh once or twice in that, great. Think about all the movies you've gone to that are ninety minutes that you don't laugh once. Oh you know what God. I mean? Too and, many, but right? Yes, so yes, like, it's if too they can just true. get you to like chuckle or whatever, uh, that's to me that's doing your job. You know. Absolutely. And, and I will make a face until someone there laughs. There coupled this season that have been, <laughs> that have been, and God knows you, if anybody can make a face, babe. Baby. I'm like, one time I did a take, I was like, can you see that from space? Well, so wait, your <laughs> idols when you were growing up, were you a sitcom fan as a young person? No, were I you... wasn't allowed to watch TV, really. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What were you allowed to do, read or? Read. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I was allowed to read, but also, you know, I mean, I saw a movie. I wasn't and it was like... Wisconsin, so a lot it's of cows. Wisconsin. No, I was in this, I was in the city. Like, I was near, Wis- I was near. Shut up. Okay. I was... a beer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Laverne and Shirley came right. over and then, yeah. no, I was, um, I was, I was, I grew up near, in Whitefish Bay, which is a little suburb of Milwaukee, very, you know, just Americana. Right. No, but no cows. But no TV. No TV allowed no, in your we, home. We ha- no, we had a TV, but okay. my mom was very strict. Right. You know, she'd let us watch um, from like six to seven. So we got to watch, I think, Bewitched. I don't know what was on at that time. So, right. But I mean, we didn't get to watch like the shows, you know. Whatever, Laverne and Shirley and mm-hmm. Happy Days and all those shows that everybody was watching. Um, uh, so, yeah, or, or, you know, Three's Company, which is uh, frankly what our show is becoming very like. <laughs> the X's. Anyway. <clears throat> uh, but anyway, so, um, so yeah, so I didn't understand television. I just didn't understand its power. Right. I really didn't. And so when I... Even as you were doing it. Even as I was doing it, I, when I did the show the first time. Right. It was like, you know, go to a grocery store one day and then go the next day and you're a totally different animal. I mean, mm-hmm. you are, it's just you are stared at and looked and screamed at and pointed at and did a, I could not believe it. But the weirdest was, it's like going to like visit my boyfriend at the time up in like Vancouver in the middle of no, they knew who I was. Like I right. couldn't believe it. Wow. Everywhere in America. Joan Wilder. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. That's exactly the what it's like. The Joan Wilder. That's the exactly You know what's really weird is I lived in Columbia as a foreign exchange student. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, right wow. near that, all the oh, place. Oh, that's so yeah. funny. The Joan Wilder. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, that would be a good part for you. Oh, anything oh, that bitch played. I'm go. telling you, you get there's a lot of yeah, you got a lot of Kathleen Turner in okay, you. Okay, but yeah. wait, let's go with this. So if we're gonna reboot Romancing the Stone with you in the Kathleen Turner role, who oh. do you want to be your Michael Douglas? Oh. And we'll ask our party people to weigh yeah, in. Yeah, somebody as well. else weigh in. I don't know. That's we have, a really good we, They have already weighed in. They would like you to curse more. More swearing. <laughs> They're calling for more swearing. Oh, you fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be so happy. I wanna hear like a naughty, dirty question or something. Uh, well, we mistakenly called your book Butts during the intro to the I heard show, that. but we corrected I was, very sadly, quickly. Sadly, I wasn't offended even a little. <laughs> In fact, she was like, hmm, maybe it's a sequel. No, I really was like, huh. Well, okay, so we did have somebody on our Facebook page 
well, they want to talk about the fact that your stomach exploded. Oh, good. Which is kind of the jumping off point for it guts. It is really. That's right? yeah. I mean, that well, that's why it's called guts. Right. heard it. Yeah. Well, I I convinced I heard it. Uh, I don't know if I did. You know what I mean? In my memory, I heard it. Uh, right. The Elvis. Um, what would the, the did they Elvis ask comparison. anything specific about it? No, the, the, I think they want to know if it re- if this is if it's true. Oh, it's this true. Really happened to you? Oh, you really were sitting happened. on the toilet. It's detailed. Very was, excruciating. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. This was, by the way, almost eight years ago. Right. I was in London doing a play, mm-hmm. and I was a drug addict. I was addicted to. Um, Not uh, in the play. Well. N- no, not no, but I was a in drug addict life. in life yeah. for you know a couple of years, and it had gotten worse and worse, and drank like a fish and snorted whatever, and uh, you know the mm-hmm. whole thing. But uh, mostly any kind of painkiller, okay, but a lot, okay. So uh, what's in those things? Acetaminophen actually eats your stomach, wow. okay, lining. Wow. So I would get ulcers. I didn't know I had ulcers, and I was like. I was starting to get really like cramps and terrible heartburn and really got bloated like in an in an even worse than a drunk person kind of way. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't know what was happening and I was like this is so weird. Yikes. Uh, maybe I'm allergic to something. Never thinking alcohol uh, or a drug. Right, but, right, right. Um, couldn't possibly. Couldn't possibly. Anyway, so after that long long thing, I actually uh, I'm sitting tinkling on the toilet. Thank you very much. Very delicately. Well, it's, it's why it's well, I wasn't pooping, so I would have said <laughs> pooping if I was pooping, but I was tinkling and I pa- I literally feel and he, my, it just tears, uh, and it's this horrible oh. rip, and I'm like, oh my god, I think I, I think, and I really was like, I think I pulled a stomach muscle or something, and then I passed out. Wow. And I woke up in a blood red bathroom, bloody now from my from, vomit. From, oh, from your vomit. Yeah. Wow. It was, it was oh, white. Not from falling on the tile floor. No, no, oh, no. God. I don't think. So I don't know. You I didn't don't have a so. head injury that had to be dealt with. No, it, no, it no. Was, it was no. the stomach. It was the okay. stomach. Yeah. You would have known. Yeah. yeah. But it was really bad. I mean, you know, it was the kind of uh, it's the kind of thing that happens to somebody when you become, uh, you know, when you're uh, when you you're. I used to know all the phraseology. Shit, I should look at my book. Um, <laughs> all of this is detailed very carefully. I know in the it, book. Is. it is. It is. The it chapter is, about research. Elvis. Is but also, I got her. my own. I got my own. All my files back from the actual hospital in London. Because I and it was took and you went five through all months. of this abroad, and it was even during yes. over the course of the play. It you was, right. and, and they kept the play the open for God's sake. And yeah. you know what? We have time to look that up because we're going to take a short break. Oh, so good. we will look up what all the terminology. No, no, no yeah, because I do want it. I want it. Yeah, yeah. I want to bore people to death with it. We'll be back here on the dinner party show live with Kristen Johnston. Tired of dining alone? Enjoy the dinner party show with friends. Like us on Facebook and become one of our party people. Then, during our live shows on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, you can join the conversation and post questions for Christopher, Eric, and their guests. During the week, drop in for tasty side dishes, show updates, and fun with the other party people. The Dinner Party Show. You are the life of our party. In a world of softball celebrity interviews, E! Entertainment Television brings you an all-new, hard-hitting talk show with a host who's not afraid to ask the tough questions. All right, now, let's talk about your drug problem. <laughs> um, I, uh, okay, just so know if I'm ready to... <laughs> Is anyone ever really ready to face the truth? 
Tired of press releases turned into interviews? Tired of the same stock questions about new projects? Well, strap yourselves in as the gloves come off and the collagen flies. His name's Tom Drama and Disfall on the network responsible for turning wastes of space into household names. He'll be asking the tough questions. So you're saying you didn't know the prostitute was actually a man when he first got into your car? He'll know of absolutely no one. Who are you again? I stood behind Eddie Murphy in the last scene of Bowfinger and now I work in security at the Glendale Mall. I see. You saw me? My wife watched it like 500 times. She says she didn't see me once. Thank you, Tom Drama. Tough talk, tough truth, tough questions. They're easier to dish out when you're interviewing no one in particular. Or someone so desperate to be on television, they'll give up any secret they have. So answer me this. Have you or have you not ever taken a selfie on the toilet? I'm Melissa Joan Hart. What do you think? That's not an answer, Melissa. I live for toilet selfies. Or someone so desperate to be on television, they'll pretend to confess to anything. But have you ever thought about taking part in a satanic ritual sacrifice involving puppies or kittens? I'm Ariana Grande's third cousin. Of course I have. When the stakes are low, he'll ask his guests how often they get high. He's Tom Drama, an all-new, no-holds-barred interview show on the network that stopped being remotely interesting the minute Joan Rivers died. Coming up on the next Tom Drama, I sit down with Carly Phillips to discuss her Tea Party connections and the lady who ran the craft services table for Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, finally comes clean about whether or not she washes her car on building property, which is against the rules of her HOA. It's Tom Drama, right here on E. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Let's dish. Welcome back to The Dinner Party Show. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And Kristen Johnston is Hello. in the hot seat. Just She's in the guest here. chair. And she found that amazing medical term, which is... No, no, I'm, I, it's acute peritonitis. I should have known that. But anyway, it does. it means that your intestinal... Stuff is now leaking into your body. Wow! So that's which scary. Is, so which is hate. Did you call the ambulance <laughs> for yourself, or what did you do? Did somebody find you? Like it could have been fatal. I called right? the yeah. yeah. It, it, oh, it absolutely is fatal. And if it had been, it happened like a couple years in, beforehand. I almost said hence. <laughs> if it had happened a few years hence, <laughs> Doctor Who it just happened to me. She's been watching a um, lot of. Sorry, uh, no, I've yeah, a little too much Shakespeare. Okay, uh, no, if it had happened four years previous, um, I would have absolutely been dead without a doubt. And um, the fact that I lived is really shocking. Were I you actually died. Shape four, le- four yeah. years later, or what's no, the no, difference no? There's different the medical. There, uh, uh, there's a. They're able to handle the oh, infection better. The, they oh, were able to wow. the, the medical. Thing it's a medical improved. issue. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that was a drug. That, that was a death sentence. For I sure. get that. Yeah, I get that. Recently, there was another medical issue. Right? That you I went know. Through. You, I mean, you like, the oh no, Taylor there there your... were two. Okay, because there was the lupus. Right. 
which was a disaster. I could not hold my head up. That's so weird. And you couldn't get diagnosed. I couldn't get diagnosed. I went to like 18 doctors. It was horrible. I went to the Mayo Clinic. No one knew. But it's a rare type, right? Yes, that's why. It's lupus myelitis, which only 1% to 2% of lupus people parent, patients have. Um, and it is the hardest to diagnose, but the easiest to treat. So well, thank that's God. Good. Right. I know. But so it's, I don't want to give the impression to other lupus sufferers out there. Like, look, I'm, I'm now I'm fine. And why aren't you? And, you know, because it's different, it's a different type. Yeah. But, um, yes. Yeah, so I went through intensive chemo and, uh, IVIG treatments for ye- for months. And now I'm 100% in remission. Which is great. That's okay. fantastic. Well, it's chronic. Thank you, but yes, for right now. So, we I put the the show, you know, the X's through this hell of for the last year, uh, no, all the last fall, shooting these shows, trying, you know, trying to be funny with like my head down, you know, oh, uh, God, you know, try, and oh. they'd have to write me out of it. They wouldn't know if I'd be in or not, and it was oh. a nightmare. So, Leah Remini, thank God, came in for me. Thank you, Jesus. Because what and a great a girl, riot. and yeah. she's and she's fun, and yeah. I love her like as a human. So yeah. like, and she's around. She's like she's going to be around on our show. So we love her. Good. Um, but anyway, so after that, I was like, well, I am going to be aces now. And uh, so about a month before the show, no, a couple weeks before the show starts uh-huh. rehearsing, uh, I'm by the Hollywood sign and I, it, it's a little late and I end up falling off, a cl- I'm walking my dog and I fall off a little bit of a cliff, like about oh. 40 feet. Oh my God. And I break 14 bones. God. My nine ribs, my collarbone, my shoulder blade, my um, pelvis and my foot. Girl. Girl, okay, that's not even that's not even the end. Oh, oh my god! Also, I broke my humerus, okay, which is this the the big bone on your arm, right? For the viewers at home, yes. um, the upper bone, and so they put a little they put a plate in, mm. and uh, so I get out of the hospital and I'm trying to walk and you know whatever, and the plate pops off. <gasps> I don't know this though, but oh. I'm like, you guys, my. My arm feels so weird. Oh my god! And I rebroke it then, you know, because oh. I don't know what. Ha- anyway, so I finally went back, and they were like, "It's fine. It's just healing. You know, it's weird when it heals." And I'm like, "No, my arm feels." Weird. So I go to the emergency room, and I make them take me back in at, because it, my show starts shooting the next week. I cannot put these people through anymore. Right. I can't. So I was like, "Get me into the surgery. Fix this." And get me out in time so that I can go and rehearse. Because that's all. I mean, really. Right. The show must go on. It must. And so they put a huge rod in from my elbow to my shoulder. The most pain I've ever been in in my life. Wow. In my life. That sounds hurty. And the day after I got out of the hospital, I was back at work. Wow. Like a Chinese woman giving birth in the field. (laughs) Wow. That's exactly. (laughs) <laughs> Aren't I great? You are pretty amazing. Uh, no, but you know, I, look, I'm a sturdy. You know, we're from Wisconsin. You right. know, I, good I'm stock. a sturdy good. I, I yeah, good I, stock, yeah. healthy girl. But well, I don't know about that. But 
I, I you like survive. I right? I uh, the measure of health is what you survive, yeah, not what I, you get. That's right? true. Yeah, that, All right, that's well it. said. Right, absolutely. Oh, wow, Very. that's going to wind up. Huge. Shea Butters will wind Make up a meme. I want to be a meme. I'll give them credit. Include them in the meme, but it'll be me. Excellent. We had some people call our party line with questions oh, for I you. Oh, I can't wait. And here's one oh, from they- Samiko um, Salson. Hi, this is Samiko Salson. And um, I wanted to ask a question of Kristen Johnson. And um, the, the, well, that's kind of going back here. a while, but like around 2000 or so, um, she was one of the actresses that they kept talking about when they were talking about how Hollywood was kind of hassling women of a perfectly healthy size um, about their weight and the double standard that they have mm-hmm. for women. And um, I was wondering, does she think that it's gotten any better since then? Thank Hmm. you. That's a good question. You know, uh, they were ha- they hassle me for being too big, and they hassle me for being too little. Mm. Uh, when I got out of the hospital, I'd lost sixty pounds, and I was looked horrible. I mean, gaunt. I was gaunt after mm. a rehab and everything, but I couldn't because I had no appetite. Right, and with your I stomach, just, like, I just couldn't oh my eat. God. Anyway, I went to something to help my friend. You know, some of, and they took my picture. And and it's scary. I mean, I'm skin. I'm really scary skinny. Um, so of course, and I understand people paying attention to that. And you know, journal. I get that. Like people need to go. Like that's weird. What's up? But when the person then calls you, you have to then you know listen to what they're saying and not write your own story. Oh, you no. know, I was like, I told them basically what would be the fun in that. Right. And they were like, no, we. I would call them and said, listen, I'm I'm not anorexic. It's the only thing I don't have. <laughs> That's the one. It's the only <laughs> mental issue I don't suffer from. So please don't make me have that now, too. And um, anyway, so, uh, but they did it anyway. Anyway, yeah. and, and I mean, really mean stuff. I mean, if I if I had been anorexic, I would have been devastated. I think women deal with that all the time. Like, what you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. And so do boys. First, so do gay them guys. About the, gays. All after them about that. But I don't know that I see it in the same way that women are subjected to a, like, this minute monitoring yeah. of everything well, that goes I don't on with follow their weight. That. About... Just to answer her question, yeah. I don't follow it ever. Cool. Well, yeah, I am right. who I am. And they'll either hire me or they won't. And like once on uh, the exes, uh, you know, one of the producers, because I have kind of a tummy sometimes. I think it's it's just been real. And you know, I got you know a couple times. I noticed them trying to cover you know the costume department, putting me in flowy caftans all of a sudden. <laughs> and I was like, what's going on? You know what? My tummy. And they were like, well, we just got a little bit of a note. And I called up the head of the show and I said, look. I don't have an eating disorder, and I don't want one. Mm. And Mm -hmm. leave me alone. You hired me because I'm real and I'm funny. Right. You didn't hire me because I'm Jennifer Aniston and I'm gorgeous and whatever. I mean, she's funny too. But you know what I mean. She's pretty funny. But you know what I'm trying to say. Like, you didn't... I'm not hired because of my looks. I'm hired because... Well, Well, I'm not going to say. All right, darling. You're pretty hot, girl. Well, that does mean and you're, you're gay. blushing. You know that you are gay, right? <laughs> if somebody finds you hot, that means they're gay. That's yeah. pretty much the. Yeah. Um, oh, that's yeah, the yeah. thing. That's the right. uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Or if you think if I remind you of um, of B. Arthur, then you're gay too. 
Uh, you got you're, somebody? No, some little kid told me that once, and I was like, "Oh, he's gay." Oh, he's gay. Yeah, oh, I get that a lot too. But but I think that <laughs> Samiko's question talked about this. That's double a great standard question, and too. it's a great question. Like, and there are I, various things that a man can be once he gains weight, various roles he can play. But for but a woman, are, it's like you're ingenue or you're comic but relief. But that's right? not true. I mean, you just the women. Just, you we can't fold to it. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Right. Just it's just be who you are and. Right. I'm sometimes I'm really thin, sometimes I'm bigger. I don't give a fuck. And just go out there and, you know, if they hire me, they'll hire me. If they don't, they don't. And that's all I have control over. Right. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do the plastic surgery up the yin yang and Mm -hmm. the, the lips, you know, all that crazy. Right, right. Why do I want to look like I'm 12? I don't care. I want to look like I'm 50, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll do a chin talk. Maybe, you know. maybe just a little, a little. Something talk. very subtle. I, I know, I know a guy. <laughs> oh, 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 so do I. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, why would I want to look like now? Sandra Bullock has to look like Sandra Bullock for the rest of her life. Right, you're stuck. You're she stuck in that look. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just whatever. Right. Absolutely. And I, you know, when I look hot, it's like it's a miracle. So. <laughs> Anyway, I just think, you know, set yourself up. No, set yourself up low to answer her. Because I think she's probably really uh, somebody who who wonders about this stuff. And I think a lot of women do. Like, how how would you deal with that? And I'm just saying, fuck them. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good policy. Just be who you are. Right, right, exactly. Okay, we had another message God, for you on our on party forever. line. I'm no, sorry. but it's great. It's going to be a, our. And I think it's a big topic. Clip. Yeah. I don't think it's a small. We're we could do a whole show one. on it. I mean, and we, we talk could. about it a lot. We could we, do a low, whole show on everything we're talking about. We could, we're going to be here for five hours. Okay. You heard it here first. Uh, another message. This one from our loyal listener, Jesse Colton. When I hit the fucking button. Hi guys, this is Jesse Colton Hi, Jesse. from South Carolina. I'm really nervous to be talking to Kristen Johnson. I'm really excited. Aww. Normally, I would gush over Christopher and Eric, but today I just have to gush over Kristen. Uh-huh. You are so Edwin. gorgeous and talented. I watched you on Third Rock from the Sun when I was a little kid, and I oh, still no. watch you on that show today All and right. everything else that you're in. Sally uh, meant a lot to me when Aww. I was a kid. There are certain characters that really touch you. Oh. The whole cast of Third Rock from the Sun, they were like That's a second so family to me when I was uh, growing up and when I was a teenager. I guess my question for you is, what is your most fond memory of being on Third Rock? So uh, I will be listening. Okay, Jesse, thank you so much. And thank you for like caring and being so sweet. Um, uh, my favorite memory from Third Rock, oh, there's so many. I mean, you know... I just think, uh, I don't think I can pick out one, honestly. I There are so many, but there are mo- moments of like um, where I saw how John Lithgow was and the elegance and joy and kindness he extended people that I to this day try to not emulate, but like I, he taught me carry it forward. Yeah, yeah, like how you treat people, how you treat the crew, how you treat everybody around you, and um, I guess that's probably my best memory. But thank mm. you, Jesse, so much, and I'm so glad she, Sally, meant a lot to you. She meant a lot to me too. There was so much enthusiasm when we announced that we were going to have you on the show, and there's such a sense that you, and I think you touched on it a lot in the answer that you gave about the weight question. There's such a sense that you are you. 
Yeah. And it's not, it's not negotiable. Yeah. You know, it's very much what Eric Shaw Quinn brings to the show and to my life as yeah. well. You know, that, mm. that idea of just being you. Yeah. And the one, Eric calls it the one Eric in all his affairs. And, and you are the yeah. one Kristen in everything I'm like that this. You do. I'm exactly like There's this. No version. Yeah. With this is it. Whoever I'm right. with. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so much yeah. easier to live that way. Right. Well, yeah. And I mean, also, you, if you grew up with people who weren't, who did do vis- different versions, you know, right. oh, we all did. Absolutely. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying like parental stuff, mm-hmm. and you yeah. know, uh, you know, of like mother with father, and then he'd leave, and then she'd be fun, and or you know, right. whatever. So you see all this role playing. It's so confusing, and I just ugh, no, no more. And yeah. is the irony that that frees you up as an actress and as a performer? That that, that you know, like you would think that b- I acting think I'm is better about segmenting at, and compartmentalizing. You I'm, know? I'm better. I'm just better now than I ever was right. because I on the X's. I I'm better now since this whole drama last year and the, just all this stuff. I've just like come back. It's like I've been like let free because mm-hmm. people are like, "What the hell?" Like like the camera crews texting me like great job tonight you know that wow. never happens you know what oh, i mean cool yeah. but you know what i mean like that kind of stuff and and just that i've been able to come back and be still be funny and have a joy and a, have a great part and... but there is an all in quality to your work oh, sorry. that yes, has I... always been i think just the 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 hallmark of of yeah. everything that you've done there was a character you did I think it was on but I think he's talking are you talking about my perception of me as a, a human uh, well I was I? really talking about everybody else's perception of you as being so authentically yourself at yeah. all times and and does that but and you said yes wise. that's how I feel and that frees you up as an actor yeah. because you're originating from this place of honesty whereas somebody who doesn't know that much about acting yeah. would say no you need to be about different personalities and compartments oh, so you can no. slip from role oh, to role God, to role no. oh, but God, that's really no. not what it is no, about no that's called insanity yeah yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely and that's called narcissism and and sociopathism. Right. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> we don't go there anymore. Well, there's no the market for that. But well, no, uh, yes. That? And yeah, I'll be, and I'll be seeing them. And it's one of the things you talk about at, in the book is, the, yeah. is that sense of the, how much easier it is to just tell the truth. Yes, it I is. Mean, that's right. always. I think that's always informed your work. And it, 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 it is. Just Thank you. Thank you time. so much. Yeah. That's so nice. Thank so you. we're going to. Oh, check. I'm also going to be on Modern Family. I don't know. Oh, like, wow. I know a huge cool. part uh, with Jesse Tyler Ferguson and. Oh, cool. um, oh God, what's the cutie's name? The husband. Eric Stone Street. Yeah, yes, yeah. Eric Stone yeah. Street. Do you know when? Um, I, in November, pretty sure. Okay. And keep uh, us posted. But and we'll, it's we'll hilarious. She's crazy Excellent. she's fully crazy and Excellent. he it's somebody he works with so, so. it'll be a real cool. stretch for you we're just gonna take a brief <laughs> brief break and then we're gonna wrap up here on, on the dinner party show with Kristen Johnston you're listening to the dinner party show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn where dessert is the most important meal of the day Welcome back to the dinner party show and the dessert portion Did with you tell Kristen Johnson. We have had Kristen has signed copies and of her made book, out with guts. That's right, there's copies lip. of guts, and there's... she has kissed them and blessed right. them. And we will be using them as giveaways that yes. we will then forget to send to the winner, which is what we usually do on the show. <laughs> and six months later, here's your signed copy of Armistead uh, Muffins and a DNA sample. <laughs> Right? Absolutely. Uh, okay, here's a quote that I read oh. that you gave to an interviewer. Okay. Somebody told me once that fame makes you more of what you already are, and I think it's true. Mm-hmm. Kind of fits into what we were talking about in the previous segment, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. it does. I mean, it exacerbates, like, what's already there. So if you are a good person, right. you know, 
I think actually I would I would maybe t- I would say that slightly differently now. Mm-hmm. I think what fame does is it arrest it it tries to arrest you mm. to be what you already are, and I think it. it it, the challenge is to move beyond it, right? And move through it, and just be who you are still. But you know, you see it happen. Otherwise, all these people who you know are drug addicts and you know go crazy and whatever, they'd all be fine mm-hmm. if it was so fun, right? Being, yeah, you know, right. Success, right? Totally. If that was all it took, if that was what it was, that people would be thrilled. Yeah. So, yeah. Like I always say, miserable people who get everything they want are miserable people with everything yes. they want. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. But I am I'm uh, very happy to um, you have moved through all that. So. You <laughs> anyway. seem to be in pretty good spirits. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, we're certainly happy to have you we here. We are, and the party people are. We asked them earlier, we suggested that we reboot Romancing the Stone with you and the Kathleen Turner Oh, role. yes, the oh. guy. We asked them to suggest the guy for you. Oh, so yeah. we have Hugh Jackman. Love it. Oh, oh, baby. That would never happen, but I love it. Henry Cavill. Love. Oh, yeah, with whatever. That's a great idea. Barefoot in the park, butterflies <laughs> yeah. are free. Yeah, oh my God. Oh, Lunch honey. at the standard. Yeah, exactly. Like, whatever, yeah. A meeting, Henry just a Cavill. meeting. Yeah, absolutely, coffee. Who else? Brian Cranston. Well, you know, that I've worked with fun. him. But, oh, what did you work with um, him? Well, on, yeah. on Third Rock, there we did oh, a little cool. thing together. He played a Neil Diamond impersonator um, that I make out with. And Jan was on Third Rock. Were you oh, friends with her? I was very, I so loved her. So sad. I what a her. tragic loss. So awful. And just what a gem. On my Twitter, which is Kjo the Smartass, uh, if you go on my Twitter feed, uh-huh. I have a little clip of her and me and Brian, actually. Oh, wonderful. From, where she takes me riverboat gambling on the Cincinnati Queen. Baby, oh. to get me over my boyfriend. Anyway, so um, she was wonderful, and what a sweet. But an, a, another person who I think was was kind of beaten up by this industry. Mm. I feel mm-hmm. it's it's a tough crowd. Yeah, it's yeah. a tough crowd. It's room. not yeah. easy. Yeah. It's not easy. Um, we're out of time. Will you come back? Will of you be course. on our show again? Part two. We can do part two. Well, with I you. told you I'm your cherry guard. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You come back to promote Buds, the sequel to Guts. <laughs> Somebody else but suggested Guts is you available on our no, website. I'll, I'll come back anytime. Honestly, because yeah, you guys are so fun, great. and I like the, the the I love the little cakes and all yeah. that, and um. Yeah, I'd be Excellent. happy to. All right, great. Okay. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Sorry, it got so heavy. We'll be. I, that's what we wanted. We wanted oh, it all. All in with Kristen Johnston. Absolutely. That's the show. That's the show. Well, we've kept you through right to the very end, but we want to remind our party people that next week we'll be back with another live cast and Alec Mappa and Calpurnia Adams. Oh my here. God! I know. How is that? Right? I love Alec. I went to school with Alec. Did you? NYU. Yeah. Oh my God. Maybe. Well, you should call the party line. I will. Leave a question. I'm for totally going to do that. <laughs> Totally. I'm that totally going to do that. Excellent. Um, when you went to NYU, did you know a tall boy? <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, until then, I'm Christopher Wright. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And you've been listening to The Dinner Party Show. Thanks. Brilliant.
I've been to a marvelous party. 